Hello, everybody. Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Highly Suspicious Podcast with Louie and Preston. My name is Louie. My name is Preston. Reporting once again live from the trap house. We are in here. We are back. We are reloaded. We are sitting atop a loaded docket today. I have stuff to talk about. Preston has stuff to talk about. How are you doing? Doing great. It's been a, a chill day. We were both kind of on recovery mode yesterday. Am I correct to say that? A little bit. It's also one of those where it's like, once I started to feel better, it was like, well, gotta go over to Sunday dinner with the fam. So I just took an edible and thugged that shit out. Yeah. There's a bunch of different ways we could start the show off. I don't think that there's a wrong way to start the show off. Do you want to bring the thing you were talking about? Yeah, sure. This is actually just super relevant because I think it happened like yesterday. So, do you know who Vivek Ramaswamy is? That's uh, the net neutrality guy, isn't it? You know he's running for president, right? Or for, like, rep... For the Republican Party. Is that the guy I'm thinking about, though? I, I don't know if he's known for net neutrality. Keep explaining it. I'm going to look up. But basically, I don't know the, the context, but yeah, so they have X Spaces live stream with Elon Musk, Andrew Tate, Alex Jones, and others. And that Ron sounds Swan, wild. Uh, was, forgot to turn off his mic and went to the bathroom. And who did? Oh, Vivek. And 100,000 people were watching and heard him taking a piss. And I I will play you the clip. <laughs> so it will be 100,002. Can, can I guess who calls it out? Sure. Does someone call it out? Yes. I'm going to guess Andrew Tate's like, dude, who's pissing right now? He's promoting an optimistic pro-human future that the science and evidence shows is real and that we need. Gentlemen, I have to yeah, go. Yeah, I, I just, I just want to be sort of, uh, yeah, exactly, I want to be clear about Please, my position. I'm, su- I'm super pro-human, and I mean all humans. Uh, oh, you know, such a dumbass. Humans in America, humans in Somebody's Africa, got their thing Asia, and everywhere else. Somebody's got their phone open in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, Vivek, Vivek, that's, that's your phone, Vivek. I'm not able to mute you. Vivek. Oh, <laughs> go ahead, Elon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you feel better. I feel great, thank you. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Um, That's such a like old head person thing to do, right? Mom, mute your microphone. Mom, we're in the Zoom call. Turn off your camera. Oh my god! Like That's hilarious. The fucking brain trust, right? Literally, no. And leave it to Alex Jones. <laughs> Like, yeah. you know, if you told me that all those people were in a space together, that's not the topic I would expect out of that. I wouldn't expect <laughs> Vivek to be the guy with the headline-worthy moment. So yeah. I'm going to ask the obvious question here. Does that hurt his comp- campaign? I feel like it's just so stupid. It just shows, and like... There are all their reactions to just like you can tell Man, that it was like I, I can't mute you, please, please, please stop. I can't mute you because <laughs> they wanted to save him, yeah. And Elon's just like, I don't even know what they're talking about, but him just being like, I'm pro human, I like humans. 
fucking as a non-human i love humans (laughs) humans are my best friends my best friend is a human so i love humans humans in america humans in africa i'm like yeah did he know that there are humans in asia humans in europe he's forgetting some continents but it's okay i'll let it slide is he just now learning this there are humans in africa no wonder this motherfucker got bullied you know like shit just listen to him probably said shit like that in class yeah exactly Exactly. What the fuck did Elon say? Just stop saying odd shit. Like, what the fuck? Bullying works. Bullying does work. So you don't think that that affected his campaign? I think it would. But I also just think a little bit, maybe? Peop- yeah, just a little bit. But I also think people already know that he's a dumbass. So, yeah. so it Like he said, other... Stupid things he's done. Other so it doesn't stuff. really affect the specific the image, subject of yeah. his okay. It's just Let some people you who might have thought that he had some points are now going to be like, I don't know about this guy. Would would his image be more destroyed if he took a shit on the yeah, spaces? Yeah, if he just like fucking <laughs> farted and everyone was like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah. what is that? You're, you're on the spaces. That, turn it off. On the spaces with uh, Alex Jones, and you're like, <laughs> what? That would definitely they would have reacted so differently instead of being like, "Well, I hope you feel better." They were like, "Oh my god, what the fuck?" Because they took a second to recollect themselves yeah. after pissing. And right, I feel like that's a very uh, could have ignored it even. You know, here's another thing we could jump to in this: Is it weird? To do that, to piss while you're on on spaces, is that a socially? Would it be weird to piss to while you're on the phone? Well, that's kind of the same question. I yeah, don't know. I don't know. Maybe if you mute it, like yeah, that's that's you know nobody has to know. Because I would do that if I really had to pee. Yeah, but right. I also do a lot of weird things that aren't necessarily conventionality with the rest of society. So other I, people might I, disagree. I'm yeah. not the person to ask about. Is this uh, acceptable? Socially yeah. acceptable <laughs> thing to do? Well, because I did try to fight Pierce Wells in Taj Bar 48 meh, hours ago. Meh. I think that's normal drunk activity. <laughs> you know, I think that's socially acceptable. Get to a little scrap. We were outside. It wasn't in the bar. There's th- those are very different things. Okay, so I have a topic to bring up. I was watching a daily dose of Buckley video earlier today. Do you? It's a good channel. It is like a. It's almost like a grade A under A type of channel where it's very minimal editing. It's just like you know, chill. Yeah, bringing the Shutterstock images up just to kind of have a background of the shit that he's talking Fuck about. yeah. Which I think he does it entertaining enough where it doesn't really matter. And I've told you that I listen I listen to YouTube videos like podcasting. Yeah, just... But it's this video called How Not to Pick Up Women. <laughs> and so it's, it's basically deconstructed this TikTok that's like three minutes long and it's this woman recording herself in stories working at like a hot she's working at a hot topic or something. Yeah. And this guy's just bombarding her with questions like, Have oh, you God. graduated high school? Ew. You know, how old are you? Creep. And she just keeps getting these Sheesh. like one word answers, you know, very yeah. and obviously. Like, 
she he's like, what's your Instagram? She's like, I don't have Instagram. Oh my god! And she's like, I I think uh, social media spreads a lot of negativity, so I don't really use it. Yeah. Which is obviously Cap because she's on TikTok, right? She, but she know. doesn't want to extend this conversation anymore. And so uh, at the end of the conversation, he throws an absolute hail mary. Holy shit! And he says, "Do you like hacky sack?" What? And Buckley's like, imagine if that was the game winner right there. If that was what took him over the edge. She's like, you like, know what? I yeah, actually love I fucking sack. love hacky sack. Thank you I'm, for asking. I'm a secret hacky sack uh, enthusiast. I go to a weekly club. How did you know? So this oh video made a bunch of incels mad yeah, in right? the comments. Like, you like, could imagine. Boy, he's just trying blah, blah, blah. It's like, well... And sure, that's how you think you talk to women. Jesus Christ. And I get I get the point of like that's a horrible like place to trap somebody is At their work? job yes. where they can't even tell you They're, off they let have alone to be leave. Nice. Yeah. Right. Like I can't even imagine how awful a situation like that would be where you're just like, Well, I'm being literally like harassed. Yeah. And if you're working at, like, a hot topic, you don't have anyone else there with you to even kind of, uh... Yeah, there's only so much it. you can do. You gotta be polite without, like, making them think that you actually want to talk to them. Really? Yeah, yeah. Which is such a fine line, especially for a fucking incel who's gonna be like, Oh my god, she, like, smiled. She loves she me, we're gonna get me. married. She looked at me. <laughs> like, straight up, though. That's how... You, that situation really is like you can't give them anything. And, and the video is cringe for so many reasons. Yeah. I think the number one reason being cringe for me is I can't relate to, you know, the being like harassed like that. Yeah. But like just when I'm having a conversation with someone older, and this happened to me like a week ago, and they just bombard you with questions. And you just give very taut responses, very short. Even sometimes you'll give the one-word responses, like, in this situation. Yeah. It just never ends. It fucking never ends. The I hate being interrogated like that. It feels so awkward to just... There's just genuinely nothing you can do when yeah. you're at work like that. Like, even a more relatable scenario is just, you know, somebody's being kind of a dick to you at work, but you can't. You can't just tell them off. Yeah, which... You, know, you gotta kind of take that shit a little bit and then, you know, try to do whatever's gonna get them out of there the quickest. I think... I think workplaces should change their attitude towards that. Facts. I think... Uh, I think the... I mean, you probably agree with this, that the customer is always right shit is bullshit. It's so bull. Because sometimes but, motherfuckers are wrong and they know it and they know they can get away with it there. But you need to... You need to treat some people differently than other people. Yeah. If if someone comes in and is just notoriously a dick and it's just always going to even if it's not like one of the people you have a year work that you all have banned. Right. Even if it's just a person that's just gonna come be and be a bit of a pain. Be an asshole yeah. for no reason to service workers who definitely do not get paid enough to deal with the temperature not being exactly sixty nine <laughs> and a half degrees. To people's liking. And they're under the vent, of course. 
Literally, like that's should, always the case. We should treat different people differently. Like, I get keeping every dollar in the business that you can, but it's also like, do you want those people's money? Like, is it worth the same right. $5 for a coffee or a beer that it would be with any other nice person? It's, it's a harder $5 to get. Yeah, exactly. No, and that's the real way to put it is, like, not just might they take longer because they're being difficult, which means you're not getting to other customers who are going to give you more money as quickly, but also you have to put extra effort into just doing a simple task for someone who is coming into your job to be anal about something that they could probably do themselves. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah. Like with coffee or with beer, it's just like, if you're a bitch about it. Yeah, if you need Do it at home. Yeah, if you need shit to be done in a very specific way that you could just, easier to do yourself. Right. No, that's always been my thing with, with like, coffee shop industry is, like, if you're coming in and getting a $7 or $8 latte every day, multiple times a day, you could probably afford an espresso machine. And really that would be cheaper. You know? That would be cheaper. And so when you come in and you're just a bitch about, like, how your drink is made, like, I want one and a half pumps of blah, 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 and one pump of this, and... The milk has to be 180 degrees exactly. Like, shut the fuck up and go do it yourself then. So, I want to talk... I want to have a greater conversation about id cells. And, yeah. And I'm about to say maybe what sounds like some pro incel shit. <laughs> I don't want it to come off that way. I just want to have a conversation here. Yeah. Is maybe the conditions of... Dating in the 21st century causing people, to male kind loneliness, of to kind incel-y. of... Yeah. Because this video made me think, like, you're not supposed to ask girls out at work, which yeah. is fine, I get that. Which, yeah, but, exactly. But when it comes to being out and about, doing st- stuff like work out, you're not supposed to ask a girl when you're working out, because that's creepy. It's kind of uh, a, a vulnerable space, though, you know? Like, you're in, they're probably in more yeah. revealing clothing and yeah. stuff like that. So, like, it is kind of creepy. And especially, my big thing in clips like that is, motherfuckers are wearing headphones. You know you're wearing your headphones, you don't want people coming up and just talking to you. True. Yeah, you know, for use sure. your brain a little bit. But I've also seen videos where, uh, Girls are just trying to get clicks, and they're just filming random dudes that are existing in the space, and be like, "This guy is so creepy." He's staring at me. This yeah. guy away from me, and it's like, bro, maybe he's just trying to fucking work out. Yeah, like if they're not even approaching you. It's yeah, like, that's different. Uh, but on top of that, even like a bar, I don't think it's as socially acceptable anymore to be. Picking up the opposite sex, because yeah. how many times do you hear, like, oh, I wasn't really going out for that reason, I was just trying to hang out with my friends, and, yeah. uh, you know, there's all this, uh, the bad people ruin it for the rest of us, some people take Sometimes, advantage yeah. of uh, drunk people, and it's fucked up, but, uh, you know, that was always the place where, yeah. you know, in the TV shows, that's where you picked up whoever you wanted to pick up was and even online dating I feel like is a sham I've never done online dating you know we've both been out of the fucking dating game for so long 
thank you fucking God. Right. Because all this shit now is seems stuff like that the I worst time felt back then. Yeah. Because I've never been the type to just you know. Just chatting online is kind of weird to me, you know? Yeah. Like, you're basically talking to a stranger. It's way easier in my mind to, like, vet people by meeting in a public space, you but, know? But I know I know people that treat shit like Tinder like a game that... Oh, that, it is. Where they just never... It's even... like the slot machine except for sex. Yeah. You know? Like, but, that's how some people use it. But some people don't even use it for that. Some people literally just swipe on there to... Yeah. Talk to some people and fuck around with some people. And, yeah. And on their end, you know, it's cool because that's their expectations. They don't... Right, uh, that's what they want out of they it. They just want to fuck around. But if you're the dude on the receiving end, it's like, okay, can't pick up girls anywhere else. This is something that's designed to go on a date or go fuck or Hypothetical. whatever. Yeah. And... You're still getting ghosted by everyone, and then you kind of look internally, and you're like, is it am me? I the piece of shit? See, but I don't... And if you're an incel, you're like, man, I'm a fucking decent enough human being, and I just can't get the time of day I, from anybody. So, I think you're missing another crucial trait for what an incel is. Yeah. Is they... I get... All the way up to the point of maybe they look at themselves and they're like, you know, maybe I'm struggling because it's me. Yeah. You know where they go to find answers. Andrew Tate. Exactly. Andrew Tate. They go on all, all levels except shit. physical. I am a wolf and the pack mentality applies to real life. And if I act like the alpha, I am the alpha and females will want me. That's how their brain starts to so think. So here's the thing. Slippery when slope. When you're looking for help, it's be. I think it's partially because mental like health advocacy is not yeah real yeah. you know yeah. prominent in male culture, and I think if it was, then maybe some motherfuckers would get therapy and kind of realize that they needed to change their lifestyle or whatever, to yeah. it, and like change how they talk a little bit because like for sure some people genuinely and, and don't know how to talk to the opposite sex and that's you know it, its own problem but it's not something and that's, that's the resolved. crux of those comments of that video like yeah that dude's clearly being a fucking asshole yeah so acting like there's any like defense of no. it is kind of if crazy. you're using your brain you realize that it's but, not okay to try to hit on someone while they're at work but do you know and asking if you're if you're still in high school is like creepy yeah for sure you know he's it, he's trying to check the age did do you know why dudes go to Andrew Tate when they're fucking incels they don't have help anywhere else yeah no they, that's kind of what I'm saying when uh like can you imagine having a conversation with your dad about having to get girls I cannot imagine <laughs> what, how awful that would be Imagine I, I, I think, your goofy ass dad be like, "Well, just I was just about talk to her, ask her about herself." I was about to say, "Get a hobby, go, go yeah. somewhere," and and that's kind of what I was talking about. No, generational trauma is bad enough. Imagine your dad's bad with women, and he gives you advice. You know, shit. The, the, then then he's just killed the bloodline yeah. at a certain point. He said, "Well, son, what you're gonna do is go out to a bar and just like." Shit that works, you know, for one person isn't going to work for another person either, you know? Yeah. That's, that's a big true. part of it, too, is that those, uh, you know, incel icons, 
really simplify stuff. But you know, but I understand why people go to that route because what's what's well, your last also ditch effort on them as their audience? Yeah, like they sure. know sure. what to say. But what's the last ditch effort when you're you don't have the answers? You from go to the internet. past generations. Uh, you might ask your friend who's dating, and they're probably like, "Oh, well, this shit was easy. It was just circumstantial, and it just kind of happens. It happens when it's right." When yeah. you're legitimately looking for an answer, and someone says it'll, it'll just, just happen, happen when, when it's, it's yeah, right, when it's supposed to happen, that is not a fucking legitimate series answer. So what do you do then? Google. How yeah. do I get women? And then Andrew Tate pops a up. A fucking Andrew Tate video comes up, or that and other he tells you the most asshole. rapey, fucked up shit of like just just assert your you gotta will assert on your dominance. You gotta take women they want you to. Yeah. Yeah, just just treat her like a whore. <laughs> Literally is that's what he fucking says though. And, and it's but what's worse is I think that it starts young. I think that it's not yeah. just like twenty year olds. I think there's like twelve year olds that are in cells out there just because they have unfettered access to social media, the internet, and so it just kinda comes up in their feed because it's got well, you're a boy. Boy content. Boy yeah. content. And it's just, but be the man, be the man, be the man. The algorithm is a huge factor. The algorithm is a huge factor. Because you're 100% right. It is like, oh, you're a guy. Here is stuff that other guys like. And, and I know you've had that pop up in your, that absolutely. shit's pop up in your feed. I've had that pop up in my feed. I've had other people that are, you know, so far from being, you know, like a straight incel fucking man have that pop up in their feed because of other shit that the algorithm's picking up the algorithm's like the algorithm's like you're a guy and you like anime so, yeah so you watch this one anime this one time sure you don't here's incel videos yeah exactly don't watch anime if you don't want incel content to come up on your page basically I think I think that's I think we solved the problem what is, how do we solve the problem? I think anime is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what we ended at. I think that makes sense. I think that's as much as we ever need to say about this topic ever again. I think that's just the definitive. Anime uh, makes incels. Oh my god, it's my musical intermission. Let's go. Doesn't it feel weird that you had musical intermission eight days ago? <laughs> and, and now I'm kind of happy about it. it. Can't be mad. Welcome to Musical Intermission. Later that day, he gonna be playing golf. I'm from the era we don't pay it if you waited wrong. Back when your parents got your baby shoes plated bronze. We took hip-hop and made it off. I sold quarters, just so happened I'm the author of your favorite songs. They bullshitted me, I played along. More balls than them niggas who got hit with the Reagan laws. Let's go. So we just listened to Crown for Kings by Benny the Butcher and Black Thought. That song is a bop. Whole vibe. Talk to me. What do you think? This is one of those, like, when I first heard it, I couldn't stop listening to it songs, you know? 
Absolutely. Like, I would just play it back to back to back. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd drive to work listening to it with some other shit, and then I'd put it on when I was driving home from work type yeah. shit. It's just so good. It's just so good. Like, the the bars are solid. You know, his his uh, his flow is solid. The beat and, is awesome. And the beat's amazing. And I love all the, like, atmospheric sounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, the oohs and the ahs, you know, like it, and it's I, the strings too. Yeah, and well, it's it, like there's not. It's conversational. Well, it 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 kind of like hits all the notes for me. Like yeah, me too. Sometimes stuff, you know, like we I put Kendrick as you know, can be sonically solid. Sometimes it's super yeah, sometimes conversational, it's, and sometimes it's just not shit that you're right. in the mood for. Right, which sometimes is fine it's too heady. And so this kind of balances, like, just the, the vibe is pretty heady, and, you know, you could really get into it and listen to it with some other heady mm-hmm. shit. Or you can just vibe to it and kind of zone out to it, you know? It, yeah. it can You can do both, because yeah. the it's so lyrically solid and the flow is so good. Yeah. yeah. But the beat is so solid as well. Like, I think it's one of those, like, if you took away the beat and just kept vocals, it would still be good. You know, like if you if you kind of just reduced all that background noise, and it was just the flow, it'd still be a great song. Yeah. So. I think you know what question I'm gonna ask. So, uh, Black Thought, legendary, legendary lyricist, spot. legend of the roots. You know, you you can't say enough good stuff about Black Thought, and Carl played him on the show once before. And Benny the Butcher is a newer yeah. artist, at least comparative to right. Black Thought, who's been uh, in the public eye since the, the late roots. 90s. Yeah. Which is forever. Who had the better verse on this song? Both of them go for a solid two plus minutes Yeah, of just... I mean, they both dropped like probably like sixty four bars. I mean, they went for they, a minute. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I love how conversational yeah. it is at the same time yeah. because of the way it's structured. Yeah. It's not I, conversational in the standard sense of like you know sometimes the the bars are really just yeah. the artist talking to yeah. the audience. It's more so that there's yeah. kind of this back and forth, which I'm always a sucker for. Who won? I'm really trying to think. I'm not going to give my answer until you give an answer. I, I don't want to influence. I respect that. <laughs> nah. Because there's not a wrong answer. No. I think both of the verses are ridiculous. Because I think, honestly, like they're on par vocally and all that. It's just about the, the verse. Yeah. And so, for me, I kind of like Benny the Butcher's story a bit more. Yeah, I like Benny's verse better too, cause I think uh, I think a lot of uh, thoughts verse is great. Yeah, my, I think my favorite part is we were blue black stuck in the glue trap. I had to pull mm-hmm. my own self up by the bootstraps. Yeah, which I think is uh, a interesting line, cause I don't know how much intention intentionality you put behind it but that uh phrase was invented as like yeah. an impossible task yeah like, uh 
if you think about it. And now it, people say it so seriously. Yeah. Which is ironic as fuck. Yeah, but there's also something to be said of, like, you know, really pulling yourself out of the mud, which is is seemingly uh, impossible task from mm-hmm. poverty to the success that Black Thoughts experience. But as far as verses, this verse is a modern classic. It's fucking insane. You always talk about some stuff hits you just because they're saying it, like, it's the same thing that other people have said before, yes. but they're saying it yes. in a unique way. I think that all of this, like, all the imagery that he's painting, the way that he's saying stuff, you know, like, I like the, uh, burn my bridges came back a good swimmer like Phelps. So good. You so know? Because if you just said, I this burned marathon the bridges. shit, so let's see who, who first to the finish, you know, just like, yeah, he's, it's such specific imagery, you know, it's talking about like his strength and shit like that, which is cool because sometimes stuff like this is a little more somber even you know i was gonna say that exact same thing you said just now about saying regular things in a different way black thought said uh, i'm i've been living proof that pressure makes precious stones yeah exactly no that one hits too a billion rappers have said pressure makes diamonds a billion it's been said a billion times and he said it in a way where it's better in the rhyme scheme. He says it in a way that's different than, you know, just the generic way. Uh, I like, see before I knew an A&R, I was weighing hard back when Nicki Minaj was in a training bra. You play this game, you better play it hard. The, the judge will give you life, and later that day, he gonna be playing golf. Exactly. Yeah. That, that whole, shit is hard. That whole scheme is fucking insane. Because I think any OG rap like that is dope of like I've been I've been fucking selling coke yeah, since, exactly. since the early two thousands. That's when fucking Nicki went on Right, exactly. And just that whole rhyme scheme, how everything uh rhymes with each other, A and R, Nicki Minaj, Shady Bro. Yeah. Exactly. And and just uh, that line about the judge giving you a life sentence and then going to play golf, just showing like how unempathetic the judicial system is, how unforgiving it is, how there are no consequences for the people actually perpetuating it. I like the uh, walk in my shoes, we got shack-sized souls, you know? And there's, Again. like, a double entendre yeah. and stuff in there as well. Again, like... And then rhymes that with, we flatline those whack rap wearing half-size clothes. I like the end of it, too, though, because he, he's got the... Uh, <laughs> I this is, this is something that's been said before in a song we've talked about, actually. But I'm from that era, we don't pay if you weighed it wrong. We've, we've heard that in yeah. some songs before. Back when your parents got your baby shoes plated bronze, we took it pop and made it ours. I sold quarters, just so happens I'm the author of your favorite songs. Or my bitch keeps saying I'm famous, but it ain't hit me yet. Or ain't hit me, I'm too ghetto, mellowed out, this Hollywood shit tricky. I think... Talking about just like dealing with fame and stuff. Like this goes through his whole life, really. Because it's going from, you know, back when I was selling coke to fucking, you know changing my life and then 
being at a point where like I can't even believe I'm famous. There's something to be said about keeping your story in every song, but yeah. also changing it up where it's not boring, where it's not the you keep same it relevant thing yeah. every time. You talk you talk about different parts of your life. You can talk about how you're feeling about it now, shit like that. Because you it's it's one thing to just be living in the past, but you can talk about the past and make it relevant. Yeah, you know that that EP. That this is on. I just want to say uh, this is the first song on the on the album. It's it's so good. It's it's such a good. This is a great little, way to start an album. Yes, you know, yes. like this is one of those songs that you could not know anything about it, hear it for the first time, and if I told you it was the start of an album, you'd be like, "Well, that's fucking dope," yeah. and it kind of makes sense. Yeah, you could have. It feels that way. You could have never listened to Vegas the Butcher before. And it could could have been like the Friday night where that release and you're like, okay, let me just press play on that. And then you hear that and you're like, okay, well, I'm listening to every I single to, yeah. other song on this shit. I think that's banger. I think that's so important to front load oh, the, yeah. the good songs. At least a little for bit. For me, it's kind of a turn off when uh an album starts, starts with like an interlude or something like that. Yeah. You know, like they'll be throwing you know, if you're if you're Kendrick or something, you can start your album with some spoken word poetry shit, and it can be hard and and get me like yeah. in that sort of headspace to listen to the rest of the album with that mentality. But if you just start your your album with like a thirty second uh, intro thing, get over yourself. Just get give me what you're trying Here's- to do. Here's the difference. Here's really the difference there between Kendrick doing that and another artist doing that. Yeah. A lot of times when uh, when some random artist tries to do the whole skit thing, yeah, it, you know the album is not going to have any conceptual thought in it, and they're just like, oh, what if this is what if there, what yeah. if there was a story about, you know, me being in the future or something. Yeah. And so it's like, okay... I don't really give a fuck about it. Yeah, because I don't even know. And it's like, poorly yeah. incorporated into, you know, there's yeah. not really an executed concept at all, so it's just like, why do I care? But with Kendrick, when he started an album with Blood, yeah, and and you're like, it makes you, it, it puts in context every other song on right. the album. It connects the beginning from the end. It does so many different things yeah. where uh, you know that he put actual thought into okay. I'm not. Gonna and sometimes just people are just some trying to be random weird shit. Yeah. Okay. Next thing. Next topic. Uh, I want to do a quick uh, Louis Sports Corner. Okay. So there's a bunch of different ways I could have gone this week because it was uh, filled with disappointment this weekend. Uh, I watched zero seconds of this game, which is how despondent I am from Damn. Louisville basketball. But uh, Louisville played like a one and eight DePaul team and lost. And Damn. I think that's a tipping point for a lot of people. I think a lot of people that were kind of like, okay, let's wait and see how the rest of the season goes. Right. Now, I, now you know. Now yeah. you almost have to admit, press the button. Yeah, and the the fire kitty pain thing has just become louder and louder. Yeah, and usually I'm not. I don't know how I feel about that. I, honestly, usually I'm not a big proponent of like 
halfway through the season fired a coach. Yeah. I think. Do you think it's that bad? Yes. I think in this situation, I would be okay with it for a few reasons. One, I don't think uh, been very good for the kids, like in general. Like, yeah. I don't think that he's. Like, here's an example. So, this became national media news a couple weeks ago, and I kind of wish we'd talked about it at the time, but it was a show where we had a bunch of other shit to talk about. Yeah. So we just didn't Sometimes care. the docket's too full. So, there's this freshman guard named Tyler Johnson, and the kid's going to be a stud. He's got all the talent of the world, super athletic, yeah. has great court vision, makes a lot of good plays. Uh, at the first half of a game, uh, a couple games ago, he played like two minutes, and and so in the post game, you know he they ramped up his minutes in the second half, and they won the game because he is great. Yeah, he made that that uh, comeback. And so they asked Kenny in the press conference, and he was like, you know, I don't know if I should say this right now. What? Which, when a coach says that, what? it's like, oh my god, someone stop him before yeah, he says whatever he's about facts. to say. But he was like, we didn't have the tights that he wanted, so he didn't know if he wanted to play. What? And then he just kind of shaking his head like, you know, kids nowadays. <laughs> and at first that sounds fucking insane. It sounds what? like, you know, cut him from the team today. That soft-ass mentality of worrying about fucking tights. You know what it really was, though? He has a groin injury, and there's these, like, compression shorts oh. that you wear under it that helps a lot with yeah, groin like injuries. Yeah, the, the discomfort, yeah. So he probably just wanted to keep himself not... Yeah. hurt more because you know groin injury sounds fucking incredibly painful yeah and it can I mean, be you're lingering just, you're too. running around on the fucking court like yeah you're stretching yeah you're those using, muscles yeah. yeah like that shit's gonna hurt so for kenny to kind of shame him of being publicly like, of being like yeah man he's just he's just soft you know he didn't say it in as many yeah, words but, but he was like you know, but he shook his head days, disapprovingly man. yeah so, Damn. so not only is that a bad look that he was talking publicly about that situation, but it's a bad look that he was just, I mean, that's an example where he just doesn't seem to be actually care about the kids. Yeah. Here's another example, and this is something that's been a very strange narrative throughout the season. Uh, so last season we recruited... This guy named Karan Davis, he was a JUCO player, which means he played in like a lower level college that do- doesn't play D2. Yeah. And they basically found this guy out of nowhere, and there's a lot of question marks of how he even ended up with a scholarship on the Louisville roster. That's but funny. he just this fucking nobody, basically. And that's not to shit on him, he was literally like... They do, like, a top 300 Juco prospects, and he wasn't even cracked on that list. What? So, he's he came out of nowhere. Yeah, we recruited weird. him. And for, like, most of the season at this point, like, six games, he's been away from the team. He hasn't been on the bench. He hasn't been even coming to games at all. And so, someone, one of the reporters asked about it. Yeah. And he was like... 
you know, I don't really want to address that. Uh, Karan Davis isn't in trouble, and that's all I can say right now. What? And that it, almost implies there's something that he should be in trouble for. And so there's Is this man on the run from the law. Like what the fuck? And that was anonymous. And there's itself. still been no communication about that at all. Wild. And the game before last, I don't even remember who we played, but he was spotted. Like in the stands, like he, he was, wasn't even he wasn't there even for the allowed. Game. He wasn't even allowed on the bench, and he might have bought his own ticket, which is a fucking insane thing to think about. Fuck. But Whoa. but just like the fact that he's not even allowed to sit at the bench, like, yeah. I don't know what that could even be. <laughs> like I'm just so confused by. Maybe so, he's a weirdo. Maybe he's like a fucking creep. And they scouted him because, like, he's connected somehow. And so that's that was just the way that they got him a scholarship at UofL. And so... And then they found out some shit about him. Yeah, and now he isn't on the, the team, but he's still on the team because he has to be on the team for the scholarship. Maybe. Maybe he's, like... Yeah, I don't know. You get what I'm saying? Maybe. Like, that would make sense enough. Maybe he's a secret agent. Yeah, he's I a plant. I have no idea. He's a fucking plant. Just the all of this stuff is doing damage to the player psyche. Yeah, this already damaged program is becoming more damaged, and I hate it for the players because I think we have some legitimately talented players this year, and for us to be losing games to DePaul because we have no scheme and they're just kind of out there freestyling hoping that their talent supersedes the uh, yeah just rolling the ball out there and playing street ball like yeah it's bad man it is i it, would agree that there is kind of no reason that we should be losing to like totally unranked yeah. teams and stuff like that which is wild yeah De- DePaul had only won one game before us right and you know who they beat some other fucking random ass South Dakota. Yeah, exactly. <coughs> Do they even have enough people in South Dakota to make a baseball or basketball team? Well, they don't have enough to make a basketball team. They certainly don't have enough people to make a baseball team. I'll tell you that. Well, usually what people put it into is like, do you have enough people for a football team? Definitely not. Definitely not. Is there like, what, like six people total in South Dakota? Yeah, and that's that's everyone that's on the yeah, team. Exactly. I shouldn't be uh, making jokes because North Dakota is even more of a desolate wasteland. I mean, and all I'm those states there. are, you know, the Montana, uh, Montanas and stuff like that. I mean, shit. Isn't that just bizarre? Like, all the... There's so much land and just nobody. Just nobody out there. They just can't get anyone to live out there. That's why... That's part of the reason why they have, like, the Homestead Act, because they wanted to fill up yeah. a bunch of... Uh, part of the reason was also uh, racism. Yeah. They wanted to give the poor white people the resources so that there wouldn't be land to give away in yeah. reparations and stuff like Thanks. that. But they did want to just fill up the whole country, so they were like, yeah, just, just post up out there. Well, especially when, you know, the only way you're getting news is by, like, horse mail... You know, so you need places in between for motherfuckers to stop at. Yeah, right. Yeah. 
exactly. got to be something out there. My uh, my like great great uncle or something like that was a homesteader. Really? So they just uh, where they start. Just like in the desert in fucking uninhabited land, and uh, and this dude wrote like letters before he croaked. Of, yeah. Like you know, my wife died. My Damn. my child died. Damn. And I don't have back when everybody was getting like polio and shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, you're away from civilization, so no one can even fucking save you. Yeah. Can you imagine how crazy you would go if you were just... Out in the middle of nowhere? Yeah, and stuck. Yeah. Crazy. I just saw crazy a video this. today of uh, somebody's, like, ring camera showing what, like, a red alert for snow is. And it was just, like, six feet of snow in this time lapse. And it just did not stop snowing. That's insane. And that's one of those things where it's like, nowadays that's a problem. Like, that'll take down the electricity and shit like that. Yeah. Imagine you're out in a fucking cabin by yourself. And you're just like, well, I hope that I can ration. Yeah, I hope this, I have enough food so I don't This little bit of food die. I have to survive. That yeah. sounds awful. That does sound awful. You know what else sounds awful about olden times now that we're talking about this? Just the lack of ways to entertain yourself. Imagine you're in a cabin by yourself. What the fuck are you doing? You might not even know how to read. You might not have any books. You might not even know how to read. That's actually probably the worst case scenario. So what the fuck are you doing when you're trapped inside the house? I was about to say, I think I think that's why, you know, people drink. And why cigarettes were so popular for so long. is just there's nothing else to do. Why not just, like, dissociate... Uh- Imagine how horribly bored you would be if yeah. you were just. If I all, mean, back in the day, motherfuckers were like a bottle of alcohol, and you were necking it. You're just fucking drunk, doing nothing, sitting down. See, I was about to say, you know how there's like the spittoons outside of a saloon in in like a western uh-huh. scenario. It's just like imagine you're so bored that you start to challenge your friends for who can spit the farthest. You know, I, I thought a spittoon was just for spitting, and I didn't know it, it was like it a is game. for spitting in. But like, there's also sort of a challenge, like a technique for like shooting it, because it's just like tobacco, you know, spit. I feel like uh, kids do that. I've definitely been on the playground, been like, let's see who can spit further. Fucking little little bin chim, bin chim, try out spit, spit who. I probably did. I have no. I have no recollection of if that's even a false memory or not. But I'm Feels sure right. that I did. No, it's it's easier when it's just like a high up place. Then you just have no reason not to see what happens if you spit. You think from here we'd be able to spit on Axel? No. One, I physically could not. I'll bet you five dollars I can. That would be insane, actually. <laughs> Look, he's looking at me. He's like, don't you fucking do that. This is my home, hey, You're a fucking grown-ass man. And you're talking about spit. Don't look at me like that. Poor Axel. I know. I know. All right. He's just trying to vibe. <laughs> On that note. Anything else to say?
Uh, anime is bad. Anime is bad. Louis can spit really far. I'm graduating tomorrow. That's awesome. That's that's the real news. That's the best news on here so far. Um, yeah. I don't know Vivek basing on uh, uh, spaces. We, what we learned here. is remember to turn off your mic. Yeah. Yeah. Remember to turn off your mic. All right, we'll be back next Thursday, every Thursday. Highly suspicious. We're going to get fucking Pierce up in this bitch. Forever.